0: Hey everybody and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Fangirl Radio Show. I'm your host Jessica Dwyer and this is our second special goodie for Halloween um, that we're doing and uh, this one is actually going to be Uh, A very special interview. I am very excited because it's uh, once a year, Joe Bob Briggs makes his spirit and presence known on Fangirl Radio, or we try to do it once a year. I don't think we've really hit that mark, but he thinks we have, so we'll let him keep with that, and maybe we'll get him back next year too. But Joe Bob Briggs, the man, the myth, the legend, is on Fangirl Radio tonight to talk about the upcoming Culling, I don't even know. Upcoming Halloween hideaway special that will be on Shutter um as of October twenty third on Friday. It will air live um well pre recorded but it'll be airing on Shutter TV, and then will be available um for on demand viewing. uh, I believe the following Monday. Uh, So you'll have it prior to Halloween, and um, you'll be able to enjoy it on Halloween if you want to rewatch or first-time watch. As of right now, and I couldn't get him to spoil anything, um, but as of right now, we don't know yet what movies are being shown or where it's taking place. What we do know is that it's socially distanced, um, and in the interview, uh, Joe Bob talks about the safety measures that were taken for everything. And, um, also that it's again in a very iconic location. Uh, the odds are what we're thinking is that this is, this is me talking out of the, you know, my ass, but, um, this is, uh, the, I, what I am thinking, and I hope this is the case, which would be fantastic. And this is my prayer is that, uh, we finally get Halloween three, um, what I'm basing this on is the um, the logo and the font that was used, but also the fact that Darcy and literally everyone except for Joe Bob has been <laughs> dying to have Halloween 3 on the show. Um, my hope is that they get Tom Atkins to show up, so you not only have Joe Bob being the uh, uh, older badass, but you also have Tom Atkins being older badass. and. The other thing that I think it is, um, there is going back and forth. Depending on if you look at the video that they did for the trailer, um, you know, they're showing the close up of his boots. This could mean that we're getting like a Halloween 6 in there or something. Um, but also, he keeps saying that they have this iconic location that's socially distanced. So I'm wondering if we're going to get like Evil Dead. Uh, The original and they're actually at the cabin or in a cabin in the woods and you have Evil Dead. Now they were saying there was like a 31 year difference of time for these. So it could be Evil Dead too. I don't know. I'm just like, if we could get Tom Atkins, Joe Bob Briggs and Bruce Campbell on one stage together. I think all the women would die, including myself. That this pet met out there, God, if you are listening, but who knows? Who knows what they're going to show? My money is at least one of these are going to be Halloween three, um, because that would be amazing, and that's what we've been asking for for a very long time. So uh, I'm really excited about this. We talk about everything, um, including you know the stuff that went on with um the the jerk wads that were body shaming darcy and how that is sort of inspired joe bob and darcy and everyone to rise up against body shaming online and the trolls that do that kind of crap um you don't get uh very many chances when you do that kind of thing when it comes to the mutant family you get one and then you're done uh the other thing we talk about is the fact that um, if you didn't know that Joe Bob did uh, have COVID this year and um, it knocked him down a little bit, but he got back up and he fought it and he came through. Um, but we do talk about that. We talk about the, the world at large right now and how um, the last drive-in has really became a, a place of sanity in all of this. And it's so fantastic to hear him talk about how he has really embraced this and and how much people love him and care about him and how much the whole thing Darcy um the show and Joe Bob mean to everybody in the fandom um and how it's a safe place and he's taken that to heart which is why you know we'll hear about the specific movie choices that are made on the show as well as you know why you won't see anybody in masks, that kind of a thing uh, on the show? Because we wanna—it's an escape, and we all know that. And it's a place; it's our comfy blanket, is how I describe it. So I am really, really excited to have the the man, Joe Bob, back on the show tonight. Uh, it's been a uh, a long time, and I'm I'm really excited. He doesn't disappoint. Um, and also the other thing I wanted to talk about before we go into uh into uh, talking about um, or going into our interview is the fact that if you didn't know um, that there is a surprise, I didn't know this was happening. I think I don't know of anybody else that knew about this either um, but today, as of this recording, uh, Jeffrey Combs, uh, the man, the myth, again, uh, the legend, uh, who, you know, is Herbert West, if you didn't know, is also an amazing actor who does uh, a fantastic Edgar Allan Poe. And you've, uh, if you've seen Masters of Horror, there's an episode called Black Cat where he becomes Poe in that. Well, there was a stage production that was done. Um, he toured it a little bit. It, it came up uh, in a couple of different locations, but it was mainly in California. I think it was in the San, uh, it was in the Los Angeles area or San Francisco, um, and it was called Nevermore: An Evening with Edgar Allan Poe. It's a one-man show where he comes out in full Poe regalia, in drunk Poe mode, does the entire like every well-known uh, poem story that. Poe has written, he recites and goes through Poe's life. It's a night in life of Edgar Allan Poe. And it was directed by Stuart Gordon. It was written by Dennis Paoli. It is amazing. It, um, I don't know if he'll ever do it live again. I hope so. Um, with the loss of Stuart Gordon, I don't know. Um, but I will tell you that I've seen it And it is just breathtakingly beautiful and and so well done. Uh, So what happened was, uh, yes, last night, dropping on Audible um, was Jeffrey Combs' An Evening with Edgar Allan Poe, Nevermore. It's on Audible. So even if you can't see it, you can hear it. And Combs does this amazing accent um, because... Uh, Edgar Allan Poe was from the Virginia area, so he has a southern accent. Uh, Take that, John Cusack, in your Raven movie where you don't even bother doing an accent. But it's so great. It's amazing. It's an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half long. And it is just a great example of just great acting a, a person that takes this seriously and respects the the uh, the story and the myth and the legend of the the man that gave us the Raven gave us uh, you know all of these amazing stories and uh, I really think you'll love it it's something that's perfectly timed to with Halloween coming up um, it's tragic uh, it's sad because Poe's life was a tragic. Story itself, and uh, Jeffrey Combs really embraces and, and brings to life the manic side of it, as well as the melancholy side of it, and um, the sadness of his life, but also the genius and the um, you know the great joys that came with what he did. Um, I really, really, really recommend it. It's like thirteen dollars, and it's so worth it. Uh, it's the closest you're going to come to. To the, you know, actually seeing the uh, stage play, we have this. So um, definitely go and pick that up on Audible. It's the only place you can get it. Uh, unfortunately, there's no like CD version of it, or, you know, does anybody have a CD player anymore? I don't know. But uh, it's definitely worth it. Uh, I, like I said, it's one of the most magical, fantastic, uh, true. Uh, Representations of a real person in, in especially Poe that I have seen, I absolutely adore it. So definitely go pick that up. So with that, guys, I want to bring on the interview segment with Joe Bob Briggs. I think you'll really love this. It's great to hear him talk about the things we talk about, um, and go into detail about the things that he has done uh, recently. Um, He did go to a convention in Vegas that actually happened. There was a socially distanced convention in Vegas. So we talk about that. We talk about cons and the the changes that have happened. And the fact that the drive-in is sort of saving the world right now, even in the realm of uh, politics, because Joe Biden is having drive-in events where you can go and actually be at the rally and not get COVID and die, what a concept, wow! So with that guys, I'm bringing that interview segment on. I hope you guys enjoy this. I am so happy to bring this to you. Um, go check out uh, fangirlmag.com. We have part one of our um, special coverage of goodies for Halloween, which um, I talk about. Um, I actually write up a review and show you some images from the amazing trick-or-treat uh, hardback edition comic book uh, from Mike Doherty's amazing film. Gorgeous work. Go pick that up. Um, it's so pretty. And um, yeah, we'll have, uh, I think we may have another goodie treat for you for Halloween next week. Um, fingers crossed it's going to happen. I'm going to keep it a little quiet until then, but um, I think you're going to like it. But anyway, with that, guys, let's bring on Joe Bob Briggs, the man, the myth, the legend of the drive-in that will never die, and I will see you next week on Fangirl Radio.
1: Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good because I'm back on Fangirl Radio.
0: <laughs> well, we are very, very happy to have you uh, safe and sound with us. And I, I have to tell you, I was, I was sad to hear that you, you got the, you got the sick, but you, you beat it. Cause you're the man.
1: Yeah, I was, um, uh, I did have COVID back in April. Um, I, uh, you know, mostly it's, it slowed me down, but, uh, but I, I, I bounced back and, um, I'm, uh, am a dedicated, um, uh, I'm, 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 I've become a public scold about people wearing the mask. <laughs> you know, I, I annoy people every by saying too close. You're too close back up, man. <laughs> you know, And, and I've become one of those people. Well, <laughs> I think everybody,
0: so. honestly, everybody should be one of those people. Cause I am one of those high risk people that if I get it, it's probably not going to go well for me. Um, because I've had yeah. a compromised immune system thanks to a previous cancer diagnosis and, uh, uh, yeah, I I was worried, and I'm so glad that you made it. And that's one of the questions I've I've got a ton of questions for you, but that was one I wanted to ask because I I know you travel a lot, and um, yep. how how has that affected you? Because I know you you just went to Vegas, you were at a convention there, you're getting ready to yep. do the haunted drive-in. How has it changed everything for you? Because you are a dedicated train guy too. I know you love going on the trains.
1: Well, yeah, but there's no, there's, um, I, I, I'm so busy that there's not enough time to go on the train or I I would still be a dedicated train guy, but, um, uh, you know, it, it it has, I mean, it's changed everybody. It's changed everything, but, uh, because, um, you know, there's always, uh, there's always people wherever you go that want to break the rules. And so you have to kick their ass. (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's like, Please do. I I want video you know, footage of that because so, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> it's so um, you know it, it it's it, it's so annoying to me. You know, let's say you're in the bus station. You know, and there's a narrow passage there. You have to wait until the person <laughs> in front of you clears the passage to keep your six foot. Um, you know the six feet you know you have to keep that and um there are people that are like impatient they got to get to their bus or whatever and so um and so they think that by walking fast past the other person <laughs> this
0: doesn't work that they've way.
1: achieved the same result you know no it's not based on the speed of your body the speed <laughs> of your body cannot outrun the virus. You know, but people—that's what people do. They're like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll just hurry, you know, and then the then the droplets won't hit me, or I'm, I'm, my droplets won't hit him, or whatever. Uh, um, but but really, if, if you, um, uh, you know, if 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 two people, if two people are wearing the mask, and one of them has COVID. The chances of transmission are uh, less than 0.25%. You know, if one of them is not wearing the mask, if a person with COVID is not wearing the mask, the chances are 70%. Okay. So just wear the fucking mask. You don't know if you have it or not. I, ho- I hope people are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they <It's> like, will. <laughs> You don't know, you don't know if you have it or not, wear the fucking mask, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, the mask does more than anything else to, uh, keep us all safe and why people would, you know, people, people out with their kids, not wearing the mask. What what do what you like?
0: I, you know, it just, there's We're so much put anger. You on
1: discovery ID and, 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 uh, <laughs> You know, and we're going to put you on Evil Lives Here on Discovery ID. <laughs>
0: that may be headline news. I don't know. They, they've kind of all run together now because they all have the same title. Yeah. Either, either Swamp People Murder, uh, Mobile Home Park, or it, yeah. But no, I, I it's crazy. And I didn't want to focus on, on that for the whole interview, but I wanted to bring it up because um, when everyone found out about you getting sick, uh, everybody was horrified because you're kind of like our king, and we don't. Uh, want, you know, you, you, <laughs> you can't. We we don't want anything happening to you. So everybody's like, protect Joe Bob. <laughs> it's like everybody's like, don't you dare breathe on well, him. That we was,
1: need, well, we need to protect everybody. You know, you you have. I mean, you have a lot of people in their twenties who are who are just who are just saying. I don't care if I get it; I'll be sick for two weeks, and I'll, and then I'll be over it. Well, yeah. In the meantime, you're going to kill your grandmother. Exactly. So, so, so don't you know that that kind of thinking it really makes you a Neanderthal of the first degree. So,
0: oh, so, <laughs> so, so many things. One uh, well, one thing I wanted to ask you about because it it really heartens me to see is. Um, And this kind of goes along with that is you to say you've been embraced by the fandom is an understatement because we all love you. You know, we we knew from before, but now you've kind of expanded it and grown to you have a massive amount of fans that you've given a safe place in a time that nothing is safe anymore. And we all need happy and we need that reminder of like of good times can you talk about the reaction were you uh, surprised by this by how big the last drive-in has become
1: oh totally surprised i mean i i thought i was doing a one-off marathon (laughs) i didn't didn't know this was gonna sort of take over my life and uh, uh not not that i don't enjoy every second of it but um uh uh yeah I, and i and i try to make it uh, uh, a part of me doesn't want to talk about covid because i try to make the last drive in a covid free zone mm-hmm. you know where people can go and and not think about uh whatever's oppressing them and you know, people people say to me well, why aren't you shooting these epidemic epidemic movies you know and it's like um <laughs>
0: We got enough of that on to TV. Show those.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can turn on CNN reason, and get my epithets. Yeah, there's a reason that the Busby Berkeley musical thrived in the depression. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, we don't we don't watch stuff that that reminds us of our current condition. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, I uh, um, I I love the fact that that so many people feel um uh close to the show i because I've never had that before i mean um the previous two shows I did, which were exactly like this show <laughs> i don't, it's like, i I get away with murder- i'm like done the same show three times now <laughs> um, i i don't um uh that was just like sitting in a concrete room and sending it out into, into the void. This is like, you know, getting new family members every day. <laughs> it's, like, no. it's like, you know, the the, the, the mail is all, um, well, I would say it's 98% positive. And the, um, and the uh, um, uh, you know, the, the social media is um, uh, most of the time is, uh, you know, a happy place uh you know you can never quite ever trust social media to turn to turn from a happy place into a nasty place but but yeah but most of the time but most of the time it's a it's a, it's where people come to uh you know make jokes and have a good time and and uh talk about talk about horror movies but they're not really talking about horror movies so much as they're just like um you know meeting together in a common in, in an environment of common interests where you know maybe as they were growing up their parents didn't like the horror films or they were in a place where they were the only horror fan or whatever and so they so they like um, uh, you know being together with others on the on the social media that surrounds the show and um so i i'm always like a little bit amazed and i i've even told darcy the male girl you know what one, one um emotional letter per per season because i cannot i hate to cry on camera <laughs> and, and we get these and we get these heartbreaking uh letters about what the show means to someone who's like had a hard life or something and um uh and i'm like you know we can't do those all the time those are too you know intense you know for a show like this And so I said, we we can have one. You know, we can at Christmas we'll do one of those. You know, because
0: everybody's (laughs) crying at Christmas anyway. That's just how it is. I know,
1: I know. But but I uh, do, but I do answer them all. I do answer them. You know what the common the common denominator is? Um, I like your show because it reminds me of the times that I would watch horror movies with my grandmother, my uncle, my sister, my some, some loved one, you know, that they're no longer with, you know, they either grew apart or they, you know, they don't live in the same place anymore or one of them passed away or something. And so, um, so what, so the show reminds people of community, you know, with a loved one. So that's a really strong thing if that's what they associate horror with. And so, um, that's why they, that's why they write in. They just want to share that and uh and so I always answer them and you know um, and uh I mean it's even worse when they come to the conventions, and then <laughs> uh, cause then cause the you know you know it gets to me, you know uh
0: oh, I, but, I will know, tell you they tell their stories you at the the I think it was the last episode in the finale, and you were talking about the show and you did uh the theme song you, you know and uh-huh. I tried because it, <laughs> it it hit me really hard like i I don't you know it just was like you know we can't lose this this is something that's bringing everybody together and and you you just it got me because I think I've realized at that point, you really didn't realize how much you meant to everybody. And then you finally did. And you kind of got choked up there about it. And
1: I I mean, think of it this way, when you're five years old, do you think, you know, I'm going to grow up to be a horror host. (laughs) maybe i did that's that's not on the top thousand you know job descriptions that you think of when you're like aspiring to do to do things in the world and so you know so my whole life i've been thinking okay um i'll do this horror host thing for a while but uh meanwhile my real life is over here you know <laughs> and, and uh and then one day you wake up and you realize Oh, this is my real. Life. This is my life, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and and it's not so bad. It's not so bad, you know. It's like uh, uh, it's it's had unintended consequences, but most of the unintended consequences have been good things, you know. Yeah. And so that's what I was trying to convey in that story I told and uh, singing the song that way.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It got me, and I will tell you this. You know, you're saying how you did like three of the same show. Uh When I was, I don't know if I've ever told, told you this, but when I had my senior class prom in high school, I left at nine o'clock because I wanted to get home and watch your mummy movie marathon you were doing on Monster Vision. I didn't want to go to my prom. Uh, so I spent my prom. So
1: I was your prom. You.
0: you were my prom. <laughs>
1: We went to prom together.
0: We went to prom together, (laughs) J.B. What high school was that? Oh, Shawnee High School, which is not that far away from the wonderful Anna, Illinois, that everyone talks about now, for bad reasons. Uh,
1: Not not far away from where?
0: uh, Anna, Illinois, which, uh, if you look it up, it has a wonderful history of things that aren't that nice. But my school... Shawnee
1: High School, like the Indians?
0: Exactly, like the Indians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a very probably, small,
1: school. you know. Yeah, but not <laughs> too small to be to have cultural appro- appropriation. So Oh, no. You
0: know, it, I, I had a graduating I, class of like 15 people. <laughs> That's how small that school was. Oh,
1: they, not even enough for a football team, huh? They
0: they don't do they didn't do football. It was crazy. They uh one accident one time that a kid got hurt and they got rid of the entire football program. So it, it's, oh, wow. it's a tiny school, um, but in Texas yeah.
1: we don't even think it is a football program unless several kids are hurt every year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that makes sense. I it, it, my school was an odd one, and but I uh, I did I went home and watched Monster Vision that night because I'm like I'm not. This isn't my scene. I'm gonna go watch monster movies with the cowboy. That's that's what I wanted to do. So, <laughs>
1: well, see, that's what yeah, and a lot and a lot of people who grew up with as as horror fans, mm-hmm. where it was sort of like being punk, you know, just a different version of punk, uh, yeah. because you, you, you hear if, if you were punk um, uh, in the '70s, '80s, '90s, uh, you uh had the same feeling of alien- alienation from the people around you, and so you sought out like minded people in the mosh pit you know and so, <laughs> I and me so horror my fans, by we don't have gets... a we don't have a mosh pit we should have a mosh pit you know we I, i've been <laughs> at horror conventions idea. where they had naked where they had naked oil wrestling you know that's that's our version <laughs> of the mosh pit but <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like way more fun than a mosh pit
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I need mm-hmm. to know what con that was because I haven't heard about
1: that. But, yeah. I'm I'm going to say Pittsburgh. I, I remember Pittsburgh being the being where that con was. Uh, that, um, that I that said, "Joe Bob, are you coming to the naked oil whistling?" And I said, "You know, uh, uh, I w- would not miss it for the world."
0: So, <laughs> Is that a question? That's <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I it's one of those things where I grew up in uh, a little little bitty town. That town is tiny, and I had so many things going against me because I was a girl. I was reading Fangoria, and I was uh, wearing all black before that was a thing. And uh, I, you know, that was my escape was you and Mystery Science Theater three thousand, Fangoria magazine, Famous Monsters. You know, uh, it, it's it's a it's true. It's like it's a club. And it's a club that once you find your people, you know, you found your people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Would you have called yourself, would you have self-identified as goth? Would you call yourself goth?
0: I don't know if it was, I, I, maybe, I don't know. I didn't know what goth was back then. No one did. That well, was, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even,
1: I, I don't even like the word very much, but, but it's, but it's because it, Because I've never actually known what it means exactly, because it's not gothic, because gothic is castles, and yeah, right? So it's not gothic. The vision...
0: And stuff like that. I just, well, you
1: should have been. I guess you, you know, missed that. You missed that part of your adolescence. I yeah. know.
0: I didn't get to do the cutting. <laughs> um, but so let me let let's let's stop talking about my goofy past because God knows I not have enough of that. But kind of bu- bumping off of that, you have found a treasure trove of old video footage of your original stuff um, in some bunker somewhere that I saw a picture of Darcy standing next to it. What is the plan with all of that? Can you share anything about the Monster Vision?
1: Um, oh, boy. Yes. You knew uh, I was going to ask about You mean me about all this. the tapes from uh, yeah. Joe yeah. Bob's Drive-In Theater and uh, Monster Vision and uh, the other random shows that I did? Yeah. I, 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 um, I honestly don't know. What, what all is there it is it is in storage in la um there's one company that's uh expressed interest in releasing some version of it like maybe highlights you know or i see i i've always thought that without the film if you don't have the film that goes with the footage uh it's kind of worthless but
0: um we don't care
1: uh, but there was an idea <laughs> There was a, there was an idea of either like putting the time codes in there so you could you know so you could watch the film and stop it at a certain time code when I come on, or you we could, it could be a riff tracks kind of thing where you can sync it up. Although I think that's too much trouble for most people. Um, and um, uh, and then but there was there was also talk of just like uh, putting the stuff up without the movie without reference to the movie at all um there was um uh if you notice the original marathon on shutter that uh, had 13 movies in it uh-huh. you know um it looks like the hand sanitizer aisle at uh, target now it's like it's been <laughs> there has been gone. so many <laughs> there has been so many uh 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 movies drop out because we lost the license that I I don't know how many are left, like maybe maybe six of the thirteen are still on there. maybe more than that. Um and so the idea is we'll go ahead and put up that, that stuff that I do in the middle of the movie is the technical term for it is is interstitial programs called interstitial. And so um the, the idea is to put up the interstitial segments. Uh, without the movie and Shutter's apparently going to do that. They're interested in doing that. Um, and part of the, part of the reason is shutter has now gone into the UK, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand. They've always been in Canada and they can't always get the license to the movie in those territories, Mm -hmm. but they want to go ahead and use the Joe Bob material. And so, uh, uh So they think they're gonna just going to go ahead and put it up. So, if you if you live in a country where they have the movie, they have rights to the movie, and you see the whole show. Oh, that's if, fantastic! If you live in a country that doesn't have the movie, you just see the the Joe Bob intro, and I, I I'm skeptical. I'm really skeptical, but <laughs> but, but, but they're going to give that a shot.
0: <laughs> so, um. I, i'm I want to talk about the Halloween special, but I wanted to pick your brain a little bit because we talked about how we're in this weird time frame of the world. And I'm always interested in your thoughts because uh, I, I know of your alter ego and some of the wonderful things that you've written um, uh, about the world and, and and your thoughts on on certain things. Um, you've got no problem calling out morons. What is <laughs> I, I, I love you for that. What is the stupidest thing you've seen during this weird year of, of hell, I guess you'd call it, that uh, we've been going through? I mean, just what is the stupidest thing you've seen during this?
1: Um, well, did you see that uh, did you see that pool party in the Ozarks? <laughs> yes, I did,
0: and I'm like, yes, Southern people. There you go. Well,
1: first of all, first of all, uh, there were so many beer bellies in that pool that 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 would have been a shocking uh, social media video, even if we didn't have COVID. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, uh, but it was just like, uh, I mean that that one that one stands out as being. Um, uh, you know you would think that you would think like all you people live in the Ozarks so you already have an image problem you know you have an image problem you probably have like you know chambers of commerce that are pulling out, pulling their hair out every day trying to make people make people understand that the Ozarks aren't the Ozarks it's not what you think the Ozarks are and then you, you have this you have this pool party you know it's like (laughs) <laughs> it's like you confirm every stereotype in the whole history of the Ozarks in the, in one day. You wipe out thirty years of PR. <laughs>
0: oh my god! I forgot about that video until you brought it because that was early on that happened.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well, it, but it was, it was it was it was it was late enough. Let me put it that way. <laughs> um, oh boy. Um,
0: God. Do um, so- you remember
1: in the early days? They at first they said um, people need to stay three feet away from each other, and then the next day they said people need to stay ten feet away from each other, and then they realized that most people live in apartment buildings, couldn't do that. So they said okay, six feet. And then CNN had some some scientific study saying you know a droplet can travel fourteen feet. <laughs> <laughs> And so they're going don't well, get near anybody <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so and so I mean, has has there ever been a country has it, you know, Americans tend to think that their country has it together. we we tend to think our country has it together over every other country, right and has there any has there ever been a, uh, an international situation where we just finished dead last in every category as like, far as dealing with the pandemic? It's like, we, we are, we are behind Nigeria. We are behind, uh, we, we we're behind Kazakhstan. You know, there's not a single country that has done a worse job of handling the pandemic than the United States of America. We just totally bottomed out. You know, I, 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 you know, that movie that, uh, uh, what was the movie in uh, 2014 or something? They say. It mirrors the pandemic. Um, oh, oh, outbreak, oh, not outbreak. The... Out, out, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe it's yeah. outbreak. Um,
0: Is it the one where Dennis well, palter does... gets her head drilled open and?
1: Yeah, 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 it. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's well. See, it doesn't mimic the outbreak because in that movie the CDC guys were heroes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they got managing the, <laughs> managing the crisis, managing the crisis, and and in real life. You know, nobody managed the crisis. In fact, everybody, like, had news conferences where they were just sort of tossing off shit off the top of their head. You know, it's like there was no, there was absolutely no management of it. And meanwhile, you know, you know, it's like, um, you know, how many people died in uh, your country, Mr. South Korea? Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and,
0: New Zealand you know, kicked our how, butt. I mean, they've kicked okay. our butt. New Zealand kicked
1: our butt. Oh Yeah. The whole world kicked our butt <laughs> on the pandemic. You know, it's just like, you know, there's absolutely no excuse for, um, for what we did. We just said, okay, we, well, we can sacrifice a couple hundred thousand baby boomers. That's all right. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, whereas, whereas the rest of the world was, you know, putting in these strict measures where, whereby, you know, Okay here's a village in the middle of nowhere they have one case, you know, okay. We put in the strict measures six months later. How many cases do you have? Oh, we did badly there. We, we, we ended up with two cases, you know, whereas, whereas in, in, in the United States, it's just like, Oh, okay. Like ooh, 30 people got it at that one birthday party. Um, okay. Well, we've got to expect that there'll be, you know, Four thousand by the end of the week, but we'll 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 staunch it at that point.
0: It's okay. It's going to go away soon. It's it's going to fade away. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh. Yeah.
0: So, if you were going to write, if you would write a book about the last four years and 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 everything mm-hmm. that's happened in this world, what would the title be?
1: Mm-hmm. The last four years, like, mm-hmm. it, is that a Trump-related question or <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
0: Uh, um, I know you love I, him.
1: You know, <laughs> I don't know. The title would be something like. Um, uh, <laughs> the title would be well. It was a good two centuries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, come God. on. We just we pissed away a lot in the last four years. We just. Mm-hmm. We just decided certain shit doesn't matter anymore, like foreign policy. <laughs> you know, we just don't care. <laughs> we <laughs> so can't even we, take we care of ourselves. You know, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be the leader anymore. You be the leader. You know.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> so. Oh my god. I guess we should talk about the Halloween special.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're doing the Halloween special. I was, we're trying to do it in a responsible way. So it, it's we're at an isolated location. In an iconic horror place.
0: You're killing people that's with all these these tips and things that's All that I, can say. Doing. I I've it's, I was uh, it's so
1: it's it's so iconically horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I hate the word iconic. But like, word I'm yeah. using it over and over and over again. It's, so it's uh
0: You're doing it socially distanced though, which I found funny is, and you said it's, so I'm assuming it's out in the woods somewhere, like isolated by
1: itself. It is. And, and, and we were, well, anybody who's on camera, I don't, I don't like to remind people of the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. anybody that's on camera was, um, quarantined so we wouldn't have to wear the masks. Oh, nice. Uh, the crew wore, wore masks. Uh, Everybody involved in the production wore masks but we didn't want masks actually on camera right because it just reminds people you know it's just plus it's hard to talk through the mask and you you know it muffles everything and um, so we just quarantined uh, to get ready for Friday night and uh, so everyone was tested and it's cleared and and uh, so our cast is our cast wow. is healthy That's great.
0: That's great. So, I I kind of breathe
1: on each other. We can hug. (laughs)
0: See, I miss hugging. (laughs) I don't get to hug anymore. That's what I am. I'm a hugger. Um, So, one thing I wanted to ask you about was I don't think enough people are really giving this the due that it deserves. is the return of the drive-in right now and the fact that you're doing the ha- you your haunted drive-in um, which I wish to God I could go to but you you know you know you've got Joe Biden out there doing drive-in events you know Obama's going to go out to the drive-in they're all in and the drive-in's saving the world right now
1: with Yeah cuz there's they are safe. I mean um, you're you're automatically social distanced when you when if you stay in your car, Mm -hmm. you're social distanced from the next car automatically. And then um uh you know, all the haunted houses had to close because that's that's too it's it's you're just too close in a haunted house. And so the idea was can we do a haunted experience, you know, that's uh socially distanced and safe? Well, yeah, because um at a drive in where you're in your car the, the, there are certain places around your car where, if the zombies are sneaky, <laughs> you can't see them until they pop up in your window. You know what I mean? It's like, and so, and so, um, and so, uh, they, they, a lot of these uh, zo- professional zombies, you know, that work at the haunted houses, they had just developed new techniques for the uh, for the drive-in haunt but um it should be effective and then um um i i'm i'm hosting the the movie the the movies for the night um along with um darcy and Felissa rose my that's regular cool. cast members on uh, the last Drive-In.
0: that's so, so fantastic. it's, not,
1: it's <laughs> and and so um it's a whole package of i mean you can you, you can get out. You you can get out of your car. You can't make people remain in their cars because you know bathroom. You, know, you have to let them go there. That would the awkward <laughs> concession stand. <laughs> you know, you can't make them pee in a can or whatever. But um, <laughs> but so for the most part, people can experience the whole thing uh, from their cars. And, uh, which is a cool thing, but yes, drive-ins have, uh, drive-ins have had a renaissance. Um, I think it will last, um, past the, uh, you know, let's say we had a vaccine next year. I think the drive-ins would still remain strong, at least for a while, because a lot of people who had never gone to a drive-in until this year have started developing the habit of going to the drive-in and have seen the, uh, advantages of it, especially people with noisy children and and and, uh, and uh, people that just like the prices at the drive-in because it's better than the indoor theaters and um, and so uh, I I think the I think the success of the drive-ins will last beyond COVID.
0: I hope so. I, I I want more of them to spring up around the country so I don't have to drive three hours to one. It's the closest one I've got is. <laughs> some way and it sucks. <laughs>
1: um Yeah. There's also pop ups that have that have uh, mm-hmm. started up. Um uh Walmarts are are using their parking lots for drive ins. Um which is ironic because Walmarts a lot of Walmarts are built on old drive in land that they bought <laughs> up in the eighties and nineties. So Walmarts killed many many a drive in. They but only need to I look stands. at I look at that as yeah, it's, <laughs> the drive-in will never die. The drive-ins rose from the dead on the grounds of the Walmart.
0: <laughs> we are taking our brand back. Um, I could totally see that as a movie, too. Um, so one thing I, I, I wanted to ask you before I let you go, because I know I've probably kept you over, which I normally do. Um, I really want to thank you and Darcy for you guys have been – really vocal about just, you know, being decent in terms of treating people well. Uh, you know, I, I, I was, I really loved the episode of her podcast that you did where you were talking about, you know, what happened with her. And I was, I was in that Facebook group that that went down on. And I was immediately like telling people where they could go that were saying things about her. And, and, um, It's really, you know,
1: she's really opened my eyes to how, how, um, horrible, um, body shaming is. I mean, I had no idea of the, of the extent of it until she showed me some of the posts, you know, that, 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 that came in during that time. And then I, you know, I sort of became alert to it. And I've noticed these other, suicides around the world that are caused by online body shaming and it's just horrible. And so, yeah, that became, that became one of our principal causes where uh, you you start that shit and um, you get kicked off immediately. We kick your ass. We just Mm -hmm. kick your ass. If you do any, anything resembling that. And um, if you say, a lot of people think that that they're saying something harmless when they do it, yeah. Um, they'll say something like, uh, you know, they'll see they'll see a um, hot girl on online, and she's uh, very skinny, and they'll say, "Eat a sandwich, Sarah," or something <laughs> like that. Uh, okay, we're gonna kick your ass if you next, next time you say <laughs> that. Next time you cause you cause any you call any attention to whether someone is large, small skinny, obese, whatever you, whatever your comment implies, we're going to kick your ass. You're gone. You're out. So, um, so anyway, that's, 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 that's become one of the, one of the principal, uh, uh, things that we we're determined to uh, stamp out. People say, Oh, you can't stamp it out. It's always going to exist. Well, it's not going to exist in our world.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's your playground, and if they want to, you know, you guys want to come into it, you're going to be a decent human being, and that's that's the thing. We get enough of this crap in real life. We don't need uh, the anonymous uh, keyboard warrior coming in and, and mocking somebody because of the way they look. We got enough of that in real life. Right. So I just wanted to exactly. make a point of telling you guys thank you for that, because God knows, you know, everybody's been through it at least a little bit. And it sucks. And yeah, so thank you for that. Yeah. um But I just wanted to say again, thank you, guys, you, Darcy and the whole crew for giving us this because right now we really really need it with halloween not really happening physically and and, and kind of being tam- tampered down a little bit this is something for us to all look forward to and and be able to all come together and take a part in and uh, i really you know you're one you're still always going to be one of my heroes man you really are
1: when are you when are you going to go back on the uh, convention circuit yourself
0: um when i have the ability to be around mm-hmm. people and not get a disease it sucks
1: when there's a vac- when there's a vaccine you're going to hold oh, out to the very end
0: i'm probably going to have to just because of my history uh it i it was yeah. it was really horrible because in march way back in the beginning uh i had to tell Horrorhound i can't go to your show, um, my doctor just said that it would be a bad idea, and this was before all of it really took off. And they were in shock. They're like, "Really, you're you're not coming?" And I, I told them I couldn't. And then within a month, it all got canceled and and everything. And um, yeah. so it it's it's one of those things I have to be really careful because I I just have a, a bad immune system thanks to everything that's prior to this and yeah someday someday i did a, show,
1: I did a live <laughs> yeah i did a live show on march 11th in huntington long island it was a sold out show and afterwards we were shaking hands we were hugging this was before the mask thing <laughs> and so I the usual signing table kind of stuff you know hugging everybody put you know putting arms around each other's shoulders mm-hmm. um shaking hands, all that stuff. The following day is when, if, if, if we'd been one day later, that show would have been canceled. Oh
0: yeah. (laughs) And so,
1: and so my very last show was on a, was on the day before, at least in that part of the country, the, the public became aware of the rules, you know? Now, fortunately I haven't heard of anybody getting sick from that particular show. But um, uh, it, was, uh, it was so abrupt that I mm-hmm. think that's why people had trouble adjusting to it. Uh, because one day you could do that and the next day you couldn't. Um, and so people had trouble, you know, computing that. <laughs>
0: oh, it, it, um, it was, it's so bizarre because the last show I went to was in September of last year. And here we are almost through the entire year of 2020 and I haven't gone to one convention. And I typically go to at least three or four and it just, it it's completely different in the way I do my, you know, I live my life because yeah. I was so used to it.
1: And I, I just went back to the first one that I've done, which was in Las Vegas. And, mm-hmm. uh, they, they are different, you know, you know, the rules are different and the, um, um there's a lighter turnout than you would normally have but um i i do I, I do applaud those people who are trying to figure out a new normal way to um to have events but just to do them safely and uh so i don't i don't automatically say no if somebody is um is trying to have a safe event uh simply because i think we have to Unless you believe all these turkeys in Washington, who who say we're going to have a a vaccine vaccination by the by the end of the year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I
0: I I wouldn't trust it if we did. I don't. It'd probably turn you into some sort of.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You take it first. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Let, me,
0: let me watch you melt as you <laughs> during the next <laughs> hour and turn into a puddle of of Nazi goo or something like from Raiders of the Lost Art.
1: Just see yeah.
0: <laughs> happen, but
1: um. Like, so people that are trying to put on events where they obey all the rules. And um, everybody's checked and, um, uh, you know, the masks, the distancing, the uh, the, uh, limitation of food and drink and uh, all those things. Um, I I think that we have to start sort of like making some kind of accommodations uh, where we can have events, however limited, uh, just so that people don't go crazy. (laughs)
0: yeah i mean it's it's getting it it, there are stuff online that you can go do and 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 communities there but there's still something so neat about there's always going to be something cool about going to a convention and seeing people in person and hanging out and looking at art you know that's one thing i miss is just going and seeing the stuff that people create at these shows like the artists and sculptors and makeup people that make masks and things like that i i yeah, I miss that so much Just walking around going plus,
1: plus you know what Plus Zoom is a Chinese company They're taking all our information They're stealing all our identities And then, then they're, they're going to attack us So <laughs> we need to We need to get We need to take Zoom out of our lives
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I do like their fake background thing though That's cool I, I'm okay with yeah, them, yeah. my identity If I can do my fake Yeah background. they
1: sucked you in They sucked they you in. me in with
0: a full fake yeah. background <laughs>
1: now they know everything about you they, they you have know.
0: taken over i mean if that's the true if, if if zoom is some evil entity of 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 you know communism that's going to come and take over they already have at this point that's right,
1: <laughs> that's right. so we've got to get that vaccine <laughs> <laughs> thank God. well thank you jessica i'll see you next year